Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. Welcome. Depending on whether you are in Eretz Yisrael or in Chutz Oretz, you will be reading Parshas Vezoy Sabracha in just a day or two. And therefore, this week's Shear will be on Parshas Vezoy Sabracha, the last Parsha in the Torah. Let us begin with one of the very first Sukkim in the, in the Parsha. Pasuk says, Afchevev Amim. The Pasuk says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed chiba, he showed love and affection to the Amim, to the nations. Rashi says, Amim, Gam HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed exceptional affection to the Shvatim, to the tribes of Israel. Now Rashi has to explain why would the Shvatim of Klai Yisrael be referred to as Amim, as nations, as if they are separate nations. So Rashi says each of the Shvatim is called an Am. Each one can be referred to by the word Am. What's the proof? Because at a time when only Binyamin was still not yet born, at a time in Yaakov Avinu's life, when the only one of his sons who was still going to be born in the future, but not yet born, was Binyamin, and that's when HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to Yaakov, Goy ukahal goyim mecca. A nation and a congregation of nations will be from you. So Yaakov was really only looking forward at this point to becoming the father of Binyamin, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him, you're going to be the father of a goy, of a nation. So Rashi says, even though there it's the word goy, here is the word am, but Rashi says, you see that each one can be considered a separate nation. Uh, one question that I have spoken about already regarding this Pasuk is that, okay, so the Shvatim can be referred to as amim, but the question is why, particularly in this Pasuk, is that how they refer to? It's true, it's not inappropriate. There is one other place in the Torah where a single shevet is referred to as a goy. Goy, Rashi seems to say, is equivalent more or less with the term am. But why, out of all places, would this be the place for the Torah to use the word amim? And the answer that I gave, which I think is very simple and correct, is because this is the parsha in which the individual character of each Shevet is most emphasized. Because Moshe Rabbeinu in this parsha is going to bless each Shevet with a different kind of bracha in consonance with the personality of that Shevet, with the history of that Shevet, both past and present history. So in this parsha, the individual characteristics of each Shevet are emphasized. And therefore here it is appropriate, not only is it permitted, so to speak, but here it is appropriate, is correct, to refer to each Shevet as an Am. A 
another question that arises regarding this phrase amim or another comment on this phrase amim arises as follows if we go into Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha he blesses the Shvatim and he eventually comes to Yosef and here's the first Pasuk the beginning of Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha to Yosef Pasuk Yud Beis Yud Gimel well the Yosef Amar regarding Yosef he said blessed of Hashem is his land Yosef's land that he is going to inherit in Eretz Yisrael is a land that is blessed by Hashem it is blessed with the delicacies that come from the heavens because of the dew falling on the crops from the heavens and it is blessed by the deep flowing waters that crouch underneath. So Rashi says, that Yosef's land is blessed from these, these uh, underwater, underground water sources. Rashi says, the, These underwater sources, they come up and they moisten the ground from underneath. And now, Rashi makes a rather cryptic comment. Atom might say, you find by all of the Shvatim, that the blessing that Moshe gave to the Shvatim, to each and every Shevet, is similar to the bracha that Yaakov gave to every Shevet in Parshas Vayechi. That's a nice, nice thought. Very nice, nice observation. Does it have anything in particular to do with the bracha of Yosef and that he was blessed from the Tahom? He was blessed by these under, with these underwater, underground water sources. What, what does Rashi mean to tell us with this comment? So let's take a look at the Gu'aryeh. The Gu'aryeh comments on Mashahutzrich Lichlev Zepo. Why is, was it necessary for Rashi to write this here? So he says, because it appears by the bracha of Yosef, that his whole bracha is just like the bracha that Yaakov gave him. If we go back, and we I made a chart to compare the two brachas, the bracha of Yaakov and the bracha of Moshe, and if we take a look at the brachas of Yosef, they are very similar. Here, here, Yaakov said, Birchai Shemaya Me'al, the blessings of the heavens from above, Birchai Stahim Revetzes Tachas, and the blessings of the underground sources that are crouching underneath the ground, etc. And here we have the almost the exact same words in the bracha that Moshe Rabbeinu gave. Moshe Rabbeinu says, from the delicacies that grow from the dew that comes from the heavens, and from the delicacies that grow from the, from the watering of the underground water sources that crouch underneath the ground. So Rashi had a question, according to the Gaurye, is there any 
difference is Moshe Rabbeinu merely repeating. So Rashi says, again, the Goraya says, it would appear that in the, in the bracha of Yosef, that, his whole, the, that Moshe Rabbeinu's whole bracha is just like the bracha of Yaakov. So Rashi had a question. Since Yaakov already blessed Yosef with this bracha, so then Moshe didn't need to give him this bracha. So why would Moshe repeat the same bracha? The Tirates and Rashi answers, says the Goraye, So you will find by all the Yaakov, that the bracha of Moshe is quite similar to the bracha of Yaakov. Rashi, in effect, is saying, I know it's a little difficult that here, Moshe Rabbeinu seems to be giving almost the exact same bracha to Yosef that Yaakov gave him many, many years before. So Rashi answers, well, well that's how it is. Uh, the brachas that Yaakov gave Moshe Rabbeinu to a large extent repeated. Now, here the Goraya continues and he says something which I'm not sure if he really means that Rashi meant this or he's just saying it himself. Either way, it's a very, I think, a very fundamental point that he's going to make. Against you will, meaning you must say as follows. If there was not this bracha of Moshe, that what he, what he, the question he's raising is, so if Moshe gave essentially the same brachas to a large extent as Yaakov, what was the point? So he says, if there would not have been the bracha of Moshe, so afal gav yosef, even if the bracha that Yaakov gave would not be even if it would not be realized by the entire tribe of Yosef, but since it would be since it would be realized, since it would come true in part, some of the members of Yosef would have that, would have that bracha. So that would be okay. If all we had were the bracha of Yaakov, for example, Yaakov said to Yosef, uh, you're going to be blessed with the, with, the, with the blessings of the heavens from above and the underground water sources from below. Well, if even certain members of the tribe of Yosef would eventually get that bracha, that would be an acceptable realization of Yaakov's bracha. There would be no complaint, well, what happened to the bracha? However, says the Gurayeh, he says, because Yaakov did not bless the Shevet, the entire Shevet. He was only giving a bracha to Yosef, the person, that particular person, Yosef and Yaakov. So therefore, if, if Yaakov was giving a bracha to this individual named Yosef, and he says to him, you know, someday some of your descendants will be blessed by the blessings of the heavens and the blessings of the underground water, that would be, Yaakov, Yosef would be would very, very happy. That's a very significant bracha. If someone would bless, bless me, someday one of your descendants will be, uh, will be a great Talmud Chacham, will be a great leader of Klai Yisrael, will be a great tzaddik. I'd be very, I'd be very pleased. Say, what about all my other descendants? Okay, listen, you have to take what you can get, but isn't that wonderful that one of my descendants is going to be someone very important? The Goraya continues, 
Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu gave them another bracha. It could be the same bracha, but there's something extra in it. What Moshe Rabbeinu added on, even when he at times seems to be just repeating the same words as Yaakov, what he's adding is, is that Moshe Rabbeinu's brachas go to the entire Shevet. Every single mem- member of that Shevet is going to have a part of that bracha. And so too, by all of the Shvatim, not just by Yosef, the bracha of Moshe was that the, the bracha that he gave is that Yaakov's brachas should be mekuyim, they should be realized by the entire Shevet. This, the, the Maral, is telling us a fundamental difference between the brachas of Yaakov and the brachas of Moshe Rabbeinu. The brachas of Yaakov were to, the, to his individual sons. Of course, his sons are going to be, uh, their descendants are going to be a shevet and a very large group, but his bracha is to that particular son, to the one that I, to, I, I like to call them the avos hashvatim, or the avi hashevet, the father of the shevet. And if Yaakov gave a bracha that would only be realized by some of that person's descendants, or even just one of that person's descendants, that's, that's legit, that's, that's enough. What Moshe Rabbeinu added on is that Moshe Rabbeinu said, these brachas are going to be mekuyim, they are going to be realized, they're going to come true by, by the entire shevet. Now this fundamental point raises one very important question, but it also answers a number of other points. Let's begin with the question that it raises, that it causes. If we take a look at the brachos of Moshe Rabbeinu, we find that in a number of cases, at least according to Rashi, the brachos reference certain individuals. For example, if we look at the bracha to Yehuda, one of the first brachos. Zaisli Yehuda. This is the bracha for Yehuda. Vayamar, and he said, Shema Hashem kol Yehuda, listen Hashem to the voice of Yehuda, v'yelamo Vienno, and bring him back to his nation, meaning bring him back safely from war. Yadav Ravloi, his hands will fight for him. Ve'ezer mitzarav tiyeh, and you Hashem will be a help for him from his enemies. Now Rashi says that Shema Hashem Kol Yehuda refers to David and Shlomo and Asa who prayed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for success in their, in their endeavors. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu heard their voices. And it also refers to Yehoshaphat who fought against the Ammonim. And it refers to Chizkiah who fought against Sancheirev. It's referring to certain individuals amongst the descendants of Yehuda. And let's take a look, for example, at the bracha of Levi, the Levi Amar, about Levi, Moshe said, your Urim V'tumim, that were in the the Choshen of the Koyen Gadol, will be given to your Chassid, to the Chassid amongst you, to that extremely pious individual amongst you. In other words, 
Aaron HaKoyen. Aaron is an individual, even if you'll say Aaron and then all succeeding Kohanim Gedolim, but how many Kohanim Gedolim were there as compared to the entire population of Shevet Levi? So the bracha seems to be about a particular individual. We find later on Uh, let's stick with those examples. There are a few more. So we see that even in the bracha of Moshe Rabbeinu, that Moshe was blessing certain individuals of the Shevet. Now the Maral said that the whole point of Moshe Rabbeinu's brachas is that they, they are brachas to the entire Shevet, not just to, not just that one individual from that Shevet will become great. The answer is, is an idea that I've said several times is that when you have a tzibor, when you have a, a community, whether it be the entire Jewish nation or whether it be just one shaven, and they have one exceptional person from amongst them, that is the glory of that entire tzibor. The proper attitude is that there's not a jealousy. Uh, the fact that, um, that a Kodesh Baruch Hu listened to the tefillahs of David and Shlomo and Asa and Yehoshaphat, that's not something for the other members of Shevet Yehuda to, to resent. No, that's their glory. That's the glory of their entire Shevet. So that these brachas, even though, even though the brachas of Moshe oftentimes refer to certain specific individuals in the Shevet's history that are, who are going to be outstanding, nonetheless, they are brachas for the whole Shevet. Now, besides this, if we follow the Maharal's fundamental understanding of the difference between the brachas of Yaakov and the brachas of Moshe, we can understand the number of small but important differences between the two sets of brachas. First of all, let's take a look at the introductions to each of these brachas. Yaakov gave a little introduction to his bracha, and Moshe Rabbeinu gave an introduction to his bracha. If we look at Yaakov's introduction, it says, Vayikra Yaakov el Banov, Yaakov called to his sons, understandable according to the Maharal, he was blessing those particular individuals, Vayomar, and he said to them, etc., etc. And then he said, Hikovsu v'shimu b'nei Yaakov, gather together and listen, the sons of Yaakov, Vishimu el Yisrael Avichem, and listen to Yisrael, your father. Again, he is speaking to his sons and in their status as his sons. Not necessarily, he's not necessarily blessing the entire Shevet. He's giving a bracha to a man named Reuben and a man named Shimon and Levi and so on. And if that bracha is realized by at least that person himself or some of his descendants, that's sufficient. But now let's take a look at the introduction that Moshe Rabbeinu gives. Moshe Rabbeinu says, here the Torah says, This is the bracha that Moshe, the man of God, blessed. He blessed the B'nai Yisrael. He blessed the entire Jewish nation. Obviously, Moshe Rabbeinu is not talking to the actual sons, biological sons of Yaakov. He's not alive at the same time. B'nai Yisrael means, over here, certainly the word B'nai Yisrael means 
the nation of the children of Israel. And how does he begin? Hashem, you showed Chiba to the nations. Who are the nations, as Rashi says? We learned the Rashi before. Nations here refers to Shvatim. In other words, as the Maral says, Moshe Rabbeinu is not blessing the individual named Reuben, the individual named Yehuda, and so on. He is blessing the Amim. He is blessing each Shevet, but each entire Shevet as a unit. That's one point that we can understand very well, one difference between the two brachos that we can understand very well, according to the Maharal. Another thing we see is that if we look at the brachos of Yaakov, there are many references to acts that were done by the children of Yaakov, the actual children, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, God, etc. For example, in the bracha for Reuven, so Moshe Rabbeinu mentions that pachas kamayam al because of your anger that flowed like water, therefore you will not have an increase of, of blessings, you will not be the kayan, you will not be the melech, etc. That's a specific act that was done by this specific person, Ruvain, that he moved the bed of his father, and he thereby lost a number of privileges. Because you, Ruvain, you went up onto the, the couch of your father, and you were mechalo, you profaned my bed. So there is a reference specifically to what this person named Ruvain did. We go to the next bracha which is to Shimon Velevi, Shimon Velevi Achim, they are brothers, Klei Hamas Mechero Sehem, instruments of violence are their tools. What is Yaakov referring to? He's referring to the time that their sister Dina was violated and they, they became very violent and they killed out the whole city of Shem and Yaakov disagreed with that without reviewing that story and without giving the reasons for each side of the argument. But what Yaakov is referring to specific, specific acts of Shimon and Levi. And so on. You'll see it also in the bracha of Yehuda, specific references to what this person named Yehuda did, whether they were not so good or very good, whether they are the reason for less bracha or they are the reason for more bracha. But the, the specific actions of the Avaisa Shvatim are mentioned in the brachas of Yaakov. We see it also very much in the bracha of Yosef. Um, his brothers made his life bitter and they quarreled with him. And uh, Rashi says uh, the rest of the bracha is a reference to things that took place with Yosef and the, and the wife of Potiphar. These are specific references to acts done by the father of the Shevet. However, when you look at the brachas of Moshe, I don't think you find such a thing at all. If you look at all of these brachas, Reuven, Yechi, Reuven, Val Yamos, okay, Reuven, you're gonna, you're gonna live, you're not gonna die, and Levi, one of your, the outstanding men amongst you is going to wear the Urim Vitumim. And Moshe Rabbeinu says, you get this bracha because of what the Shevet as a whole did at Harsinai, that when the people, 
serve the, the golden calf. It was the Shevet of Levi who, who took revenge and brought things back to order. Yehuda, we discussed before, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to listen to the tefillahs of the kings that come from you. And Zvulin, you're going to go out and you're, you're going to go out and do business. And Yisachar, you're going to sit in the tents and learn Torah. And Don, you're going to have a certain kind of portion in the land. And God is going to take a certain portion of the land. And Asher is going to have lots of oil in his land, lots of olive oil. Today, he, perhaps now he would have preferred petroleum. But in those days, he was happy to have olive oil, etc., etc. You don't find, I don't think at all, there might be one Rashi, but we're not going to go into that now. You really do not find references to the Avaisa Shvatim, to the actual children of Yaakov. What you find is Brachais to the Shevet. And of course, this is like what the Maral said. This goes very Nicely, it is very beautifully explained by the Maral. The brachas of Yaakov are to the persons, to the individuals, his children. The brachas of Moshe are to the entire Shevet. And finally, we find the difference in the in the nusach, in the the way of speaking, in the grammar that Yaakov uses, and in the grammar that Moshe Rabbeinu uses. Yaakov, for the most part, addresses each one of his sons directly. Reuven, you are my firstborn. Shimon and Levi, Yehuda, Yehuda, you, your brothers, will will be made to you. They will they will admit your your prominence over them. And so forth, for for not exactly all of them, but many of them, Moshe Rabbeinu speaks to his son directly, not Moshe Rabbeinu, Yaakov Avinu. However, if we look at the brachos of Moshe Rabbeinu, we find they are almost all in the third person. Yechi Ruven va'al Yamus. May Ruven live and not die. That's not you, Ruven. May you live and may you not die. No, Ruven over there, the Shevet. Ruven, Yechi Ruven Val Yamos. Ulalevi Amar, now Rashi here, a famous Rashi, Ulalevi Amar, Rashi says that it means Alevi. Let's take a look at that Rashi. Ulalevi Amar says Rashi, Tumechav Urecha, your Urim Vitumim, Klape Shrina Medaber. Moshe Rabbeinu was really talking to the Shechina, he's really talking to Hashem. Ula Levi means an about Levi, he said. Regarding Levi, Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to Hashem and said, Hashem, your Urim Vitumim will be given to your pious man who comes from the Shevet Levi. And we continue throughout the brachas of Moshe Rabbeinu. He is not talking to any one individual. He is talking in the third person. This is the bracha for Yehuda. And over here, the Mizrahi, following that Rashi about Levi that we said, the Rabbi Eliyahu Mizrahi says that all of these, they all mean really, and about Zvulun, Moshe said, and about Don, and about God, 
and so forth, and so forth. Uli Yosef, it means about Yosef, Hashem says. And you can see it in the grammar, particularly here by Yosef, Uli Yosef Amar. And about Yosef, Moshe said, Uvarechas Hashem art so. Blessed of Hashem is his, is his land. It doesn't say, and to Yosef he said, blessed of Hashem is your land. No, because he wasn't talking to Yosef. He was referring to the entire Shevet. So anyway, we see from this Maharal a very fundamental difference between the brachas of Yaakov Avinu. Each bracha was to one of his individual sons as a person. Whereas the brachas of Moshe Rabbeinu were to the entire Shevet. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com slash